Incoming transmission from an unknown source. It seems to be urgent. Patching them through. They're calling themselves the Holonet Marauders. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Holonet Marauders, the podcast. <laughs> yes. Spaceballs, the, the merchant, the... <laughs> Merchandising. Spaceballs, the shirt. Spaceballs, the lunchbox. Right. <laughs> that was good. All right, all right. <laughs> this is a very special episode. We're celebrating Star Wars Podcast Day, and I'm joined here with my two usual Bombad Jedi pals, Jamie and Matt. So I'd like to thank Daniel from Now This Is Podcasting on uh, on Twitter for being able to kind of hold this sort of event. And uh, he reached out to me. I reached out to him, and we uh, were a part of this. But Jamie, would you like to go into what Star Wars Podcast Day is? Yeah, so uh, I did a little bit of digging as to what exactly is Star Wars Podcast Day. So the information is just straight from Daniel at now this for he like documents different Star Wars podcasting or different Star Wars podcasts and podcasters. So back in 1999 on February 7th was when the first Star Wars podcast ever premiered, which was called Jedi Talk. That's why this is Star Wars Podcast Day. I wonder what they talked about. Probably Phantom Menace. Definitely Phantom Menace. Because so just a few Menace. months before. Yeah. So nothing's changed. We talk about <laughs> Phantom Menace. They talk about Phantom Menace. Perfect. It's come full so. circle. AJ, what do we have at the docket for the day today, actually? So this will be a fun episode, as it should be, as we're celebrating this. And we are going to try and create the ultimate Jedi. The Bombad Jedi and himself. I we'll, Jedi. Yeah, let's call it. We're going to create the Bombad Jedi. I love it. And this person will be quite a few Jedi. Not all the Jedi, but quite a few. A mishmash. Yeah, they're not um, Rey. They're not all the Jedi. They're only a few. A part it's of them might few. be Rey, though. We don't know yet. Yeah. True. Wait, so if it's part part of it's part of them is Rey, does that mean they are all the Jedi? Yes. Uh-oh. Depends what moment in time it is. All the Jedi are all the Jedi That's how it works, right? at all moments in time. That's just how it works. We have traits written down. We have wisdom, charisma, strength in all caps body lightsaber and force ability so we have each decided on our own different jedi that we want to offer up as what we think the best pick would be so at the beginning of each round our names have been entered twice because there's six rounds so we each get to pick twice our names have been entered each time and we will pick one of us at random to be the judge for that round then the other two people will get to give what their offered jedi is and so then the person who has to judge selects from those two what that trait will be. If you've ever played Apples to Apples, it works like that. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much Apples to Apples. <laughs> or Cards Against Humanity. Either one. Except randomized. Because we, we, because we don't know going into it who's going to be the judge until that exact moment. And I guess we'll just launch right into it. going to spin our wheel to pick who will be picking the wisdom trait so whoever is the judge for this round doesn't get to offer up their idea but they pick from the other two options Ooh, matt. matt all right lay it on me guys what do you got for wisdom so matt will be the judge so that means that aj and i both get to offer up our ideas uh aj what do you got um why don't you go first me okay I will pick, I would say for the Bombad Jedi, I would pick Luke Skywalker as my wisdom. Okay. All right. So Luke versus Depa Balaba. Ooh, 
I love Depa Balaba. Oh, how That's did you good. know it was going to be me? Depa Balaba <laughs> is really cool. She's a very chill, uh, very chill Jedi. She kind of, she's kind of like the go with the flow kind of person. She meditates a lot. She was um, Kanan Jarrus's master. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. Or when he was Caleb Doom, that is. Um, Doom. Sacrificed herself to save him during uh, Order 66. Oh. Very, very emotional scene. Um, you know what? I hadn't even thought of Depa Balaba. And God, me picking Depa Balaba over Luke Skywalker is going to get a ton of people to turn this off. But that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Depa Balaba. Nice. Okay. So sorry, Luke Skywalker. Better luck next time. That does mean, though, that Luke is still on the table, so he might turn up later. We don't know. Yeah, that's right. We can't choose. I don't know if we mentioned it, but we can't choose the same person twice. But we can put them forward more than once. But if they get picked, we can't use them. Right. So we can't put Depa anywhere else. Okay, so our wisdom is Depa Balaba. Nice. All right. Our next category is Charisma. We'll spin the wheel and see who is the judge for this round. Ooh, it's me. Ooh, it's okay. Jamie. All right. What do you guys got for Charisma? So AJ goes first now. Yeah. I've got um my man Obi-Wan. Okay. All right. Okay. I had Obi-Wan as well, but I from for the other one, I have Loden Greatstorm, who oh. I think oh, is boy. very Heck. charismatic fella. This is unfair. Hmm. Oh. Okay, so... They are very have, similar. They are. And look, I wrote down a, my original thoughts going into it was to have Obi-Wan, but like I absolutely love Loden. But let's think about this for a moment. We have all of Obi-Wan's little musings in the prequels and everything, all that jazz. We all love young Obi-Wan. Even like old Obi-Wan has like some like charisma as well. Like, even Han's like, what the hell? Where did you think of this old fossil? I love that. Um, as much as I love Loden going into this, I still need to pick Obi-Wan over him for charisma because Loden's story isn't finished yet. We still don't know where that's going to go. And unfortunately, we don't know enough about his charisma yet. So Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan Kenobi is our charisma. Nice. If this was uh, apples, I'd be two cards up. <laughs> I think I would have uh, enjoyed our bomb bad Jedi pushing people off of cliffs, but I respect your decision. Uh, right. I mean, like, <laughs> pushing people off of cliffs is like a, a teaching style, not charisma. Like, come on. On to strength in all caps. Strength! Feats of strength. Ah, Ooh, Jamie, Jamie again. Uh oh. Okay. So for strength, like I said, it was totally randomized. It was going to happen. Someone was going to have to pick twice, and it's me. So what are your options for strength? So for me, it's the raw strength of Ben Solo. Ooh. Ooh, I had that written down as an option, but I might want to save him for later. Oof. Kanan Jarrus. Oh, you picked him on purpose just to pit my two favorite male characters up against each other. That's what this is. Those are my two options. The third option was Mace Windu, but... Yeah, Ah. actually, AJ and I conspired to make Jamie's life miserable, as we do on a daily basis already. Okay, 
let's let's weigh this out. Oh my gosh. This is quality content. I literally just had to turn around to look at my cannon jars, Funko Pop, just to be like, why do they do this? Do you hear what's going on? And he just stared at me with the blank stare, because obviously he's not real. But um Ben Solo oh. has that mighty Skywalker blood. Ben Solo also climbs down the chain in Rise of Skywalker. Like, w- absolute insanity. Why does he do that? But that takes a lot of upper body strength. We also have, like, the, you know, the shirtless scene in Last Jedi of just That's standing right. there. That's right. That's pure we can tell power. He is That's brick in human form. <laughs> very fit. A very fit he's man who's a refrigerator. Um, built like a brick Bantha house. That's right. <laughs> oh, wait. Bantha Poodoo house. <laughs> I said it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> then we have Kanan Jarrus, who... Jedi Knight, excuse me. I don't see Kanan Jarrus as particularly strong. Yeah, that's... Okay, so pitting them up as, like, characters, I, like, I can't. That's, like, literally picking my favorite child, which isn't possible. Um, but for strength, I don't think I would pick Kanan in this sense. I would probably pick him more for charisma or wisdom, but that's off the table at this point. So I gotta go with that raw Skywalker strength of Ben Solo. Yes. All right, all right. Does that mean that our bomb bad Jedi is also part of a Force dyad? <laughs> Do we have to build another Jedi? I, but now we can't no. choose Ben Solo's lightsaber. It's okay. That's okay. It's okay. That's Let's spin for the next category, which is uh, the body or the look, the overall look. Don't be me, don't be me, don't be me. I really wanted to put my input in for this one too, but the odds are against me. Yeah, I know. Oh, Oh, it's me. Oh, no. Holy smokes. Damn it. I had such good ones for this category. I'm so disappointed. All right, lay them on me. Gungan. A Gungan. He's going to pick that immediately. Come on. That's all I had written down. Gungan. Okay, well. All right, Jamie, what do you got? I have... I choose Gungan. Okay. No, I'm kidding. What do, you, what do you have? What do you have? Let's... Uh, a Nautilin, so Kit Fisto. Okay. Nautilins are cool. Yeah. We had a cool Nautilin in Light of the Jedi. Uh, right, Captain, Captain Bright, Bright, I believe. Yeah. He was great. I love, I love him. He also had a Jamaican accent. Apparently, they all do. Oh, jeez. Um... Kit Fisto, really cool guy as well. Pretty chill, uh, except when he's fighting Palpatine. <laughs> um, but you know I'm going to have to go with Gungan just because, first of all, this is a bomb-bad Jedi we're building. <sighs> and you can't get any more bomb-bad than a Gungan. Uh, and, you know, since we're breaking... The uh, diversity barriers for Gungans, you know, we had a Gungan in yes. the, the prequels. We had a Gungan Nihil uh, recently. Very big deal. We need a Gungan Jedi. We need, uh, we need to continue on with this Gungan diversity that we've been recently getting. So I'm going to have to go with Gungan. All right. Hell yeah. Moving on, let me randomize the wheel. Oh wait, I don't have to because AJ by we still have to spin here, it. Is now yeah, but which one is it going to be? Blue? Or is it going to be purple? blue AJ or purple AJ? Okay. Who knows? 
It's like I don't know which one is which. Super so Smash Brothers. There it goes. We don't know if it's going to be AJ, even though we know it's definitely going to. He will be picking the lightsaber. Where does it stop? It's blue AJ. It's blue, blue AJ. All right, what do you guys got? Jamie first. For lightsaber. I have to go with Ray's at the very end, the Rise of Skywalker, the one that's her scavenged uh, staff that she made into the lightsaber. I have to go with that one. Okay, okay. I like that. So for me, I went with uh, Jorah Tapal's lightsaber. Oh, or... I him as a I literally Brother. had him as a backup. Yeah. I had both of yours written down, so this is... Oh. Mm. Picking your children again, that's what this is. Oof. Yeah, this is tough. I really love Jorah Tapal's lightsaber slash Cal Kestis's lightsaber. Hmm. Yeah, Cal Kestis, especially because Cal's is a double that can break off into single blade, mm. you know, right. double single blades. Like, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, I love Ray's lightsaber, and I love that she built it from the staff. And maybe one day it could be a double-sided lightsaber. It should be. But in this instance, I got to go with Jaro, Jaro Paul. Okay. All right. Okay, I think okay. that's I think that's fair. Uh, that's That's tough. That was a tough choice. I mean, the fact that we all like originally wrote that down as an option, I think that's like yeah. okay, that that's the one that this needs to be. Yeah. The versatility that's, that's of it, point. like Matt said, is what sold me. So let's moving on. The uh, special force ability is our last category. And uh AJ, it's up to you. Okay, so for mine. I went with Ezra Bridger's force ability. Ooh, he can I like talk that. to animals. Yeah, Eliza Thornberry mm. of Star Wars. <laughs> the Eliza Thornberry <laughs> of Star Wars. He can talk to animals. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. So I have to go with my special force ability that I would want to bestow upon this Bombad Jedi is force projection. Hmm. You, you know, like Luke. This is true. The unkillable Gungan Jedi. But if he does it... That's the thing. We don't know if he does it and it'll make him die. Maybe it won't. We're not sure. But it's it's that that kind of ability. Maybe he's like well-versed in it. We don't know. Yeah. Or, okay, he could um, talk to uh, one of the Crystal Foxes and have them do it instead. Run around, run around, distract Kylo. My job here is to choose. I can't play favorites. I have to choose the one I like the best. And once Matt said, once I was given the option of the Eliza Thornberry of Star Wars, I was hoping Jamie would name something better. But the unpredictability of force projection is uh, tough to go with. Because no one can do that and survive. I mean, Luke can do it. This Gungan could be somehow stronger than Luke. It's pretty strong. He's got... Ben he's Solo's got, power. He's got that Ben, ben Solo's strength. strength. True. But would Ben Solo be able to force project and live? I don't know. He seemed to be confused that, that Ray was doing it. Like, oh, what are you doing? The effort would kill you. So <laughs> He seemed to be confused a lot. He's not really he, up there in the brains department, just this in is the strength true. department. So I'm picturing... This is why nobody had him under wisdom. <laughs> Gungans are from the swamps and the forest. So true. they're always around those random animals and everything there. Imagine the Gungan talking to all the 
the goober fish and everything and the I was just about to say imagine our bombad jedi riding on the back of a goober fish so with a double bladed saber the visual of that i have to go with Ezra Bridger's uh being able to talk to an- animals through the force oh man all right sorry Jamie i just realized that <laughs> we didn't pick any of yours it's okay i it's wanted to, like... i wanted to choose ray saber it's okay no it's fine i'm not upset Okay, so what what are we naming this guy? Jamie can George. name him. Yes, Jamie names him. Um, so he is a Gungan, so that means he needs a Gungan type name. Hmm. 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 <laughs> okay, I think I named our Bombad Jedi. So the Bombad Jedi, his name is. That's his name. No, no. Oh, okay. no. His okay, name. Sorry. His name is. His name is Truda Wasa. Truda Wasa. All Ooh, right. That's nice. Yeah. That's great. There's two O's in there, so Truda. Truda. Truda Wasa. Truda Wasa. Truda Wasa. Through the water. So... <laughs> oh, I love it. I oh, love it. Oh man. What I a didn't name. What a character we just invented. There you go. So I have two questions that I came up with myself to ask you guys. Okay. All right. So the first question is, what is your favorite personal Star Wars moment? So that can be an experience or um, something along those lines. Who goes first? You talk first, I talk first. You can uh, go first. Yeah, Matt can go first. Okay, so I have a... I, I knew this immediately when you mentioned favorite Star Wars moment in person, uh, you know, in real life. This harkens back to 2005, 10-year-old Matt, um, ready to see Revenge of the Sith. In fact, that was like my entire world. For the first half of 2005, latter half of 2004, I was obsessed with how Revenge of the Sith was going to turn out. Because, first of all, apparently it's common knowledge, or it was common knowledge back then, and it's common knowledge now, like, you know... Anakin Skywalker became Darth Vader because of a volcano. And what? as somebody who wasn't... Yeah, apparently, like, people knew that way back in the day. They knew exactly what was going to happen. But this was news to me. Matt didn't know any of that. Ten-year-old Matt had no clue, was not internet savvy, had not Googled it or anything. So I was... There were so many different ideas I had for how um, Anakin became Darth Vader. My top theory let me tell you played out multiple times with action figures was that uh <laughs> boba fett was going to show up and get revenge for his father's death by blowing jetpack uh fire down anakin's throat <laughs> that was how and he was going to be poisoned by the jetpack fumes and that's how he had developed a breathing problem and got scarred huh. so remember that this is very creative of course that didn't turn out okay so picture this it's friday revenge of the sith has opened in theaters as of midnight me and my friend Jeffrey have this uh, debate about who's a bigger Star Wars fan. He used to always come over and play with all my toys and stuff. And we always used to talk about Star Wars. Um, I'm sitting in class. It's like 1 o'clock, 1.30 in the afternoon. And my mom shows up at the front door and hands the teacher a note and tells me to follow her. And when I come up to her, I ask, where are we going? And she tells me, oh, we're going to see Star Wars. And so I turned to my friend Jeffrey and I gave him a little wave. (laughs) 
And from that day forward, there was no debate on who was a bigger Star Wars fan because my parents literally took me out of school early to go see Revenge of the Sith in theaters. And I will never forget that entire day, going to the theater, being so totally pumped, having gotten out of school early, both of my parents taking me to the theater, my dad trying to cover my eyes, when I was finally going to get to see how Darth Vader becomes Darth Vader, right? Anakin, Anakin's little uh, leg stub catches on fire, and my dad reaches over to cover my eyes because 10, 10-year-old Matt has nightmares, but I, I'm not having it. And that was like the first time I'd ever like defied my dad. I swatted his hand away and like scolded him in the theater. Like, do not, do not ruin this for me. This is it. This is my entire childhood right here. You had to watch, um, you had to sit there and watch Anakin burn. <laughs> I had to see this man immolate. I had to see it. And so I, I watched the whole thing, except for the part where Dooku got beheaded. My dad got me there. Uh, I didn't know he got beheaded until years later when I was like, oh, wow, yeah, okay. Um, Interesting. But the whole day, that whole day for Revenge of the Sith, being taken out of school early, finally getting to see, you know, Darth Vader become Darth Vader, that was it. That's, that's definitely my, the peak pinnacle Star Wars moment for me as a, as a child. I'll always remember that. And then I think we went to the store and bought action figures afterwards, which is, again, oh, of course. Just to top perfect. It off. Perfect Star Wars day right there. Adrian, was what beautiful. was the original question? I, I, I don't remember now. I don't remember any of my memories now because of that story. The, yeah, that story is just my only memory now. Um, <laughs> the original question was, what is your favorite personal Star Wars memory? Or moment, rather. Okay. Um, so mine's not necessarily as deep as that, but my favorite personal memory for Star Wars recently was at Star Wars Celebration 2019, which was the first one that I've been able to go to. Obviously, there haven't been any since. But (laughs) my favorite part was being able to attend the Rey Cosplay Community meetup. And we literally had at least like 150 people dressed as Rey at this meetup. And it was the most I've ever seen, obviously, in my entire life. And it really gave that sense of community of um, actually seeing the people in person. Because we have like this online community, which is about 2,000 people strong, and we do communicate with a lot of each other. And but, but at the same time, you tend to talk to the same like 10 or so people, but actually seeing that many in person, which was only the 150, in which you think, oh no, that's only like barely, like I don't know, 5% of like the actual cosplay community. But that is a huge amount of people packed into like one hallway. Regardless, that was... That that probably is my like favorite recent personal Star Wars memory of just seeing that many people at once loving the same character and actually experiencing it with so many other people. I will readily admit that I did almost have an anxiety attack though because it was so many people and I just kind of pressed back to like the end of the hallway and just watched everyone from afar and like me and my friend Taylor are just like, hey, what's up? We're both like having like a crisis, like watching all these people, but we're both just like next to each other and not talking, but having the same feelings, just like... Yeah, there's a lot of people here, but it was really cool to witness and just really cool to see. And I definitely will be there again at the next one. Yeah, I remember um, I ate like a bad sandwich or something shortly before that. So I remember <laughs> you were being, there. Uh, I remember being there, not feeling great. But yeah, that was an amazing moment seeing the yeah, the race snap line, standing off to the side, just watching Matt watching it all go down. Matt had a tear in his eye. 
I was, it. it was absolutely beautiful. I mean, well, that yeah, was such a cool, cool thing. I didn't eloquently explain that well enough. So not only were there that many people gathered, but we recreated the scene from The Last Jedi in which Rey does the snap in the cave, in the mirror. And because we had so many people and it was probably the world record length because there were so many involved, but nobody yeah. was actually counting. But that was like the magical moment there. I do remember Matt standing there with like his hands up in like the Italian way he does and uh <laughs> just saying this is great he said like this is great like five times in a row and I was like oh this is great yeah but um yeah, it, was, it was awesome so I guess I have to answer my own question too yes you do and I could I could uh there isn't really a particular Star Wars celebration moment I mean the best thing at Star Wars celebration the trip in general was watching the Phantom Menace in the uh in at our the, Airbnb the Airbnb John's Airbnb in uh, old town oh, of Chicago. Yeah. But, uh, and I could say the Taco Bell toys from 1999, but I think my favorite Star Wars moment has to be going to see Force Awakens um, our senior year of college, 2015. And that was like, that was probably the best time I'll ever have in a movie theater. Um, I know Avengers Endgame was up there just because fan service and everything and people clapping and crying. But, I don't think anything will top seeing The Force Awakens in theaters because it was uh, almost a 10-year wait in between seeing the movies um, and just everyone clapping. And I don't know if we had any lightsabers in our crowd holding them up we or anything. I'm, I'm sure Matt did or whatever. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> the clapping and everyone just being jazzed before the movie, like during the previews, they showed Batman versus Superman and people were like, whoa. And then uh, what was the other Zootopia. Movie. Zootopia. Zootopia. The, the first trailer with the sloths. It. Oh my god. People are in such a good mood. Unreal. They were losing it. <laughs> that was the, you know, that moment alone is for ever, for a lot of people. It just was kind of a uh, revitalized our Star Wars passion. So that that would have to be it for me. Yeah, and uh, Shelby and I ended up going to see that together. Um, the Force Awakens. That was a blast. We put like face tattoos on, and I went to go <laughs> see it. For last I, I took uh, Shelby to the theater that I saw the prequels at because I wanted to see The Force Awakens where I saw Revenge of the Sith because I remember on that day looking at the title crawl and thinking, this is the last time I'm ever going to see this because, you know, George Lucas had already come out multiple times saying, I'm not making any more, guys. Don't ask. Uh, so. You know, being able to see another title crawl for episode seven, something that, you know, Kid Matt dreamed of at the same place in the same theater I saw episode three was mind boggling. And of course, uh, now that theater is closed, unfortunately. My childhood theater where I've seen like all of the life changing movies that I've seen is gone. Oh, yeah. And now you go to that IMAX and wait in line. Yeah. Hmm. But but it's closed because of COVID. It went out of business. Oh, I see. That's too bad. Yeah. Last movie I saw there was Invisible Man. So my next question is, what is your favorite moment from our podcast so far? With any of the episodes? Oh. 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 That's impossible. What kind of question is this? No. No. A good one. A, a Star Wars impossible. podcast day question. That's impossible. Oh, jeez. It's a really good question, though. All right. So I guess I got, I've got mine. Yeah, there's a few and that come in. Right, go, go. I guess it's kind of cheating, but I would say our soundtracks podcast, our soundtracks episode. Which one was that? Was that the first one that we did? It, it was, was like the, the second or second fourth. Or I don't third. remember which one. Second or fourth. 
Let's see. It wasn't it there because was... we did buy episodes. Armando. Yeah, we did right, right. quintessential tracks. So that was the second the second episode. I was already pretty pumped after the first episode because, you know, I feel like we we've we've got this podcasting thing down pretty well. <laughs> um but, you know, sitting down and listing out tracks and talking about just Star Wars music for like an hour, just going off on all these little tangents about, you know, different Star Wars things that we like and you know, we had like our top 3 tracks and then you know we picked like five more after that you know it was just that was the kind of stuff that really you know made me realize like this is going to be fun like this podcast is just going to be a blast this is just going to be us in our natural habitat sitting down talking about star wars and recording it Mm. and putting it out there and i think it was it was that that really gave me the confidence to carry through you know to follow through with everything that's good i'm glad that it's uh I'm glad that it's brought that confidence. It's really good. I'd like to like pick something specific for something that is like my favorite part of this podcast so far. But honestly, the overall production work of this in general, I haven't worked on any sort of production anything in the past like four years. And this has been like a huge undertaking in the first place of just doing this weekly. And the fact that we've consistently produced now 14 episodes, 14? Yeah. The, yeah. the fact we've consistently produced 14 episodes now for the past 14 weeks is absolutely mind-blowing to me. I don't think I've ever made this much content ever in my life. In my life. And like that's like borderline like what I went to school for, and I, I don't know what I was doing there, but I definitely wasn't producing a podcast every week. So it's, it's just mind-blowing to me that it's something that we've actually been able to consistently accomplish and still do more, and we still haven't even said everything. Yeah, I mean, 14 weeks in a row, I think we kind of just hit the perfect storm of uh, what we want to talk about and our group in general and the guests we've had on. And uh, we all definitely kind of motivate each other to keep going. And uh, it's like Matt said, I mean, after the soundtrack episode and some of these other ones, it's just, it's fun. And it's, uh, yeah, I'm glad we picked it up and started doing it. My favorite moment would probably have to be when we picked the D&D teams. That sort of... I always like those little draft game kind of things. And I like how we each had our different strategy, like dark side, Matt went with random people. <laughs> Although I don't know, everyone slept on his team, but I think he had a pretty good team. And, and, uh, you know, it's only your favorite because well. you won. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I didn't even think of that, but I, I did win that. We never, uh, we never followed up on that. No, we did. We did. You said, by the way, I won. I won. And then I told all our fans that they have no taste. I don't but, uh, know if you kept that in, but it's true. Maybe you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that now. It's all coming back. But, you know, I've loved having guests on, Jack, Shelby, and Scott, many more to come. And I really I really enjoyed doing The Mandalorian biweekly. That was fun to just recap that every other week. And um, I don't know. I, I, I can't wait for our next thing to kind of cover like that. Uh, you know, we've done the books. You know, when Bad Batch comes out, we'll do that biweekly, and that'll be fun. So it's just... Um, it's just a cool way for us to discuss these things, and I'm enjoying the hell out of it. I'm very surprised that I didn't get a response from you that sounded like uh, your favorite part of the podcast is the next part, because that's such a Boston thing to say, and you didn't say oh, the, it. So. Yeah, the Tom Brady, what's your favorite ring? The next one. The next one? <laughs> so, I don't know what else to say to that. But that I, was, I, I thought about that, actually, when you, uh, the question came up. <laughs> the next one speaking of the next one 
we'll see you guys on the next one. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Holland at Marauders podcast this week. We'll be back next week with more content for you guys. You can follow us always on Twitter at Holland at Marauder, on Instagram at Holland at Marauders, and check out our website, hollandatmarauders.com. And then you can also check out our Patreon if you're so inclined. Just search for Holland at Marauders.